0: Hey, it's TJ this week on The Buffs. We're talking to my buddy Marco about baseball jerseys. Here we go. Two, three. Welcome to the Buffs. Uh, with me today, say your name. Marco Yovanes. Marco, what's going on, buddy?
1: Not too much. How are you doing?
0: I am doing all right. We Excellent. are standing in your living room. We're doing a remote yeah. podcast. Excellent. Um, we're standing in uh, in your living room in front of uh, a whole bunch. Well, first of all, let me describe you. You're wearing, um, let's see, so that's the a batting. Is that a batting? No, it's the giveaway t-shirt.
1: the the t-shirt actually yeah yeah, they sold these but uh i i got it for free (laughs) okay so it's a free uh (laughs) uh uh,
0: blue jays uh like uh mlb authentic collection jersey uh we've got then over top of that what year is this this is uh
1: this is actually from the 2003 year um you could tell they used the uh this Blue Jay logo as a primary logo it was the yeah. only year they did that before they switched the That's the, the T with the
0: Blue Jay wrapping around yeah. it, throwing the baseball.
1: Actually, you could see he's even got a little maple leaf maple tattoo leaf on and the he's tattoo, flexing yeah. the muscle. A lot of people didn't like that logo. It was a secondary logo for a long time, but became primary for that one year. Yeah. And this is a Carlos Delgado authentic. Number 25. Uh, number 25 that he wore that year and it was the alternate that year.
0: So that's a good, it's a good little taster to set up what we're gonna be talking about today. It is uh, baseball uniforms. So Marco, what's so great about baseball uniforms?
1: I think the great things about baseball uniforms is that you, as a fan, uh, you believe that you're a big part of the team. Uh, you take so much pride For me, especially as a baseball fan. Like I, I've always loved uniforms. And it it captures a time that, you know, perhaps that uniform that you really liked or that player and nobody could ever take that away from you. Once you have it, It, you know, it's up to you for how long you want to keep these things.
0: So we already said you got the Delgado going right now, wearing the Delgado. Any reason you picked that one today?
1: Uh, Carlos Delgado was one of my favorite players. Uh, Can't say nice enough things about the guy more so as a human being, but on the baseball diamond, he was all business. I just loved his power and, and the kind of person that he was and, Uh, I really looked up to him, so I decided I'd put that one on today.
0: All right, so we have uh, a thick... Pile of jerseys mm-hmm. to get through here today, <laughs> so we'll we'll kind of talk about where your your love, especially the Blue Jays, but of baseball right. and baseball uniforms came from. But let's start with the first one. What's the one we have on top? This
1: one uh, it's actually very similar to this is what something Carlos Delgado would have wore at batting practice or at spring training. It's a 2003 uh, official batting jersey. Mm-hmm. There's no number on the back. Yeah, it's only it's one of the few, if not the only Blue Jays jersey I have with no number on the back. But this is a, a batting jersey back from 03
0: Did they now? Did what they would have worn? Did they? Have have numbers on there they the would have
1: they would have had numbers on there so yes.
0: what's the, the reason that this one doesn't have is because it was a spare because the number was pulled off Do uh
1: no this could have been one that the difference between some of these are the fact that this may not have been a player worn one they sold official jerseys for fans mm-hmm. but sometimes the material is a little different yeah um the ones they would have wore sometimes are much thicker because they got to put them in the wash and they got to they got to yeah. last a long time before yeah. they switch them over
0: um, so what, why would you, why would you pick this one up? Do you remember where you got it?
1: I did. I found it on Craigslist for, uh, 10 bucks. Not bad. So, so that's, uh, that's for, for, reason no, enough for, to get yeah, it. Exactly. But. For, for, you know, and, uh, I, I don't advise this for the kids at home, but I left during work hours to go pick it up <laughs> because you don't find stuff like this, especially official jerseys for $10. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I never got around. It was the last one I've purchased. I never got around to getting it professionally done because you have to send away for stuff like that.
0: Yeah. And you have a guy, right?
1: Uh, yeah. I have a company. Uh, I'll give them a shout out. Exclusive Pro in Illinois. Mm-hmm. Uh, they Any jersey, any era, as long as it's North America, they will uh, customize it for you, uh, matching the team color and look. Which is pretty cool. Which is very cool and also very expensive. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um so uh the reason that you got this one was just again kind of that same same chasing that same dragon trying yeah to exactly i try closer.
1: to get i try to get as many blue jays jerseys from all eras if th- i prefer authentics because they last a lot longer they're yeah. also a lot nicer and you get the you get the pro look you get the exact same look that what what they're wearing
0: is there kind of a class system within jersey collecting like you know, there's the guys who get the free giveaways, and then there's guys who pay twelve hundred bucks outside the yeah, hot dog stand to get one. And... Personally,
1: for me, and again, this is my own opinion, I hate fakes. Um, I'd rather, you know, I'd rather keep that twenty dollars in my pocket and and, and and you know take my wife to a movie. Yeah. Um, if I'm going to buy something that I'm truly passionate about, I, I typically like to buy what's what. The best thing that is available, the closest thing that you're going to get to the game. Again, for me, it's preference. Just like anybody else, when you're starting off in this jersey collecting thing, you're you're just looking to own something that brings you close to the team. But in this case, I became a more seasoned collector, and I want something that's as closest to the game as possible. So, what
0: do we get next?
1: What do we got next? This is a uh, this is a Jose Bautista. This is from uh, the Black Jays era. Uh, yeah. One thing I did notice as looking through the Blue Jay history, during this era, they didn't put blue that, or the word blue on anything. I think they were trying to rename the team. Really? They've never actually said this openly, but they always went with what they just put Jays across the chest. I think they were trying to move away from the whole Blue Jay thing. Mm-hmm. I think it what it did, it, it was failure for the fan base because a lot of fans during this era, not only the fact that they weren't playing well, but... Yeah. Um, The uniforms didn't jive with the whole aura of the team, what they created since 77. There was nothing associated to the name Blue Jays other than the trim. But this is a a black jersey. A lot of people now, they like these. They didn't like them at the time. This isn't an authentic. This is a replica jersey, but it's a Jose Bautista back when he was smashing home runs at an alarming rate. (laughs) Alarming
0: to Major League Baseball because they started putting him on that... uh... What did he get 16 times a year? He'd get tested for he steroids. Got, yeah.
1: That year he hit 54 home runs. He got tested 16 times and uh, <laughs> every time they tested him, you know, they never, uh, they never found anything.
0: What do we got next?
1: We got here. This is a, a very recent uh, alternate. It's also a replica Jersey. This is an Edwin Encarnacion. Again, another one of the, I guess you could call these guys, the modern day bash brothers. Yeah. Uh, they just love to hit home runs. And uh, I'm a big Edwin fan. Um, so there's another one here. There we go. Now we're getting but, into yes. some of the. So this is this is an authentic. Um, this was also an alternate white. They had two alternate white. Well, they had the home white. This was the alternate white. This is a Shannon Stewart. You're not going to find these anywhere. Uh, Shannon Stewart was a very popular player and a very good player. Mm-hmm. But during that time, a lot of these weren't available. This one is very cool because it celebrated 100 years in baseball. This is from the 01 season. And it was also their 25th anniversary. The patch is shown, mm-hmm. and again, it has that that uh, blue jay T with yeah. the bird flexing. Um,
0: but it's a white jersey with almost a like a teal inlay inside the letters. That's correct. Yeah, it's kind of an odd teal. color for the Blue Jays.
1: Yeah, they, starting from like the night from 97 to about 2003, they did that. Yeah, that very bright, that teal kind of blue with the piping, as you see, which was the classic piping that the Jays have always used in their yeah. jerseys. Yeah, Shannon Stewart, number 24. Number 24, Shannon Stewart, played center field. Great speed, great leadoff man, one of their better hitters. Uh, We got another one with more teal. Exactly. (laughs) Well, they they always did have the teal. I guess they have the teal on the top of the, yeah, the top of the Blue They did, always since the beginning, even the original ball caps, they had the teal uh, uh, on the bird's head. Yeah. And you can also see here on on the trim on the arm, they always represented that kind of lighter blue. It was always, uh, you know. Just uh, something that they use to, mm-hmm. I don't know, kind of break uh, break away from the the main colors. This yeah. is a Joe Carter from the 20th season. This is from 1996, and again, it's another Pro Jersey Diamond Collection. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything about it is stitched, as you can see. Yeah. Um, so this is uh, another got the one. the 20-year patch. It's got the 20-year patch. Uh, you're gonna see a lot of these patches. I like to I like the uh, the anniversary patches. Mm-hmm. It's just something that became. Uh, a collector thing for me. You know, it reminds you of a time. Um, this is th- this I really like. This I got online. Uh, this may have been used in the movie Major League Baseball 2. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Major Leagues.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, this was used in the movie. Uh, this could have been used by either Jim Acker or Dwayne Ward back in the 80s. Okay. This is a this is a professional batting jersey from the 80s. The pitchers also use these to pitch during practice. Um, how I could tell it's original is because of the way that the lettering is done, the blocky style. This is the, yeah. old, you know, uh, this is something that they would have used. And, uh, again, I can't say it's game worn, but it was definitely, um, it was issued to either Acker or, or, uh, Dwayne Ward at the time. Where'd you uh, get this one? I got this on eBay from a company that was selling movie props. Oh yeah. But, uh, I did a little bit of research. It is an official Jersey batting Jersey, but, um, I, I can't verify whether it's been used or not. It's in great shape for yeah, something is. that's from the '80s. What's
0: kind of neat is like uh, because the Blue Jays always have that kind of like they they yes. stroke all their letters with, uh-huh. and that's usually the main color like white, and then they'll have yeah. an inlay of blue. This one doesn't even have an inlay; it's just the stroke yeah. only, and then there.
1: That's exactly it, and that's how they did them originally from the very first time that they issued Blue Jay uniforms. Yeah. They actually uh, they didn't use that secondary color; they just left it blank like that. What's well, kind of
0: funny. I mean, you tell me if I'm wrong. But what's mm-hmm. kind of funny is like uh, the the hand stitched ones, mm-hmm. like you keep pointing out. Actually, objectively, let's let's obviously preference mm-hmm. is preference, but objectively, this is a whole lot less clean and a whole lot less neat than yeah. the ones that are exactly you know, more. Uh, which is kind of interesting. That means that some like somebody was sitting in the uh, in the uh, clubhouse stitching together right. letters onto these jerseys, and like you know, like this Y is a great example where one yeah. side super wide. Well, yeah. one side's super narrow, yeah. like...
1: Yeah, you can tell that somebody had a very bad, jittery hand. Yeah. Uh, but it'll, you know, and back in those days, as we all know, players and probably the staff, too, they used to drink and play at the same time, <laughs> which is, you know, very frowned upon That's, these This days. is the 80s, yeah. This is exactly. like Darryl Strawberry
0: days. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
1: or Oil Cam Boyd. Oil Boyd. Those people uh, keeping track at home, he did smoke crack during his all-star season with the Red Sox <laughs> in the 80s. Um this is also uh, this is made by Mitchell and Ness, and you can tell here. That's why I kept them together. Yep. Uh, this is uh, another jersey, yeah. It's another jersey. It's another batting jersey. This one would be a Joe Carter. They used these for quite a long time. The yep. Blue Jays before they switched over, and you can see the differences. This one is. <laughs> Uh, this one was obviously made later, mm-hmm. just, you know, as a collector, or, yeah. or you, you want to uh, look at that As style, a throwback right? to the original. As a throwback, and you can tell the differences. Look at that. That's perfection.
0: Exactly. Right? Like that's got the perfect inlays instead of leaving the uh, Exactly. The, uh, you got it. So somebody did blank. a pretty
1: sloppy job there and over here. You can tell, <laughs> you know, they're charging you enough. Yeah, exactly. Uh, for people looking to get into jerseys and, and throwbacks, Mitchell & Ness is, is a really, really good company. They, uh, they represent everything. Uh, that I love about jerseys. Um, The only thing is they hit you where it hurts, and that's in your pocket. (laughs) Okay, uh, this next one here, this is uh, a Robbie Alomar. This is also made by Mitchell and Ness. Um, This is what I've been from the 92 World Series, where if everybody remembers, I got this one because Robbie hit that uh, that big home run against the Oakland A's. Yeah. uh, That brought them... uh, you know, to go to the World Series, and uh, that was the biggest hit in Blue Jays history up until that point, mm-hmm. and I just loved everything about it. This is the the road gray that they wore near road the 90s. Gray.
0: Which is like a kind of a look that they've gone back to a little bit now, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. This is basically what they did is, after failed attempts of trying to get people in Toronto interested in the uniforms, they went back to what worked. Yeah. And uh, everybody loves nostalgia. Yeah. That's so, true,
0: because all the New Jerseys are like they have that classic the the uh, the baseball Jays logo. Ex- and...
1: Exactly. As much as I love the old stuff, I yep. have to say the new stuff is fantastic. Yeah. They've you know they've made the bird look a little more fierce and and more modern as opposed to the old days. Like you're never gonna get away from this, but uh, and and everybody loves this look. But I really like that modern look. Yeah. Okay, uh, moving on. This is uh, this is the blue pullover that they wore in the early 80s. Well, from the pretty much from the beginning, except for the first two seasons, and then they wore them up until about 1988. Um, what I did here was I got this one customized. It's got the 37 Dave Steeb on yeah. it, and at the side, it's got the 10-year patch that they would have worn in 1986. Which is kind of cool. Uh,
0: that's the pullover, so no buttons. No it buttons. kind of looks like a nightshirt
1: exactly it looks like something (laughs) that you would have wore a hundred years ago to go to bed yeah and i think if you actually look into baseball uniforms from the beginning they all kind of look like they were sleeping pajamas uh, yeah they were pajamas basically they were all wool Wool, it looks like they just got out of bed and went to go play baseball and i think
0: that's where they adopted the look put one of those weird baseball caps on from like yeah like the babe ruth baseball cap it kind of looks like he's driving a cab
1: (laughs) yeah exactly uh those are very interesting uniforms and uh uh Funny enough, if you go to the Mitchell and Ness website and and you're a fan of those early baseball days, you can buy those uniforms. Yeah. Uh, Now, these are, I'm going to show you a couple road ones. These are very interesting. A lot of people didn't like these. Uh, I'll tell you why I like them. First of all, it was so different for the Jays back in those days. It was nothing similar to anything they ever wore. Yeah. This one, Toronto across the chest. This is something that they wore in the mid 2000s to about 2008. The uh, font. That's the, yeah, yeah. The font is crazy. This, yeah. this it's got. You could see this is like quintuple stitch. I've never yeah. seen this on a baseball. It's very very thick, and I, I got to tell you, I really like. The uh, the shiny silver yeah there's
0: like it, five colors going on there yeah
1: it's this this is uh, this is incredible this one uh, would be from the 06 season the way you could tell that is I have the 30 year patch on the side yeah representing 30 years of Blue Jays baseball this was also they had the commemorative uh, Tom Cheek patch who was who, Tom Cheek Tom Cheek was the the original well one of the original announcers he was there he he called the most games in Blue Jays history he was the touch 'em all Joe guy. Um, Touch them all,
0: Joe, after Joe Carter's home run. Yeah, right? After
1: Joe Carter's the home win, run. To win the
0: walk-off home run to win the World Series. That's
1: it. I, I still remember, and I'm getting chills as we talk about it. That day when he hit the home run, I remember everything about that day. But he made that memorable call, and he was the most important voice in baseball for the Blue Jays, anyway, mm-hmm. other than Jerry Howarth. And unfortunately, he died of cancer, and they used a commemorative patch that year to honor him.
0: It's kind of a striking patch, actually. Like, it's yeah. kind of like it does not look like a baseball patch.
1: No, it doesn't. It's black
0: circle with the white letters TC yeah. and then a microphone.
1: Exactly. Uh, just to commemorate, I guess, yeah. uh, the, the, the announcer, the announcing side of baseball. But you're right. It doesn't look like anything baseball. Um,
0: it looks like a punk band. <laughs> like a yeah, logo quite, for a punk yeah, band. Yeah, TC, exactly. TC you know, and like,
1: a mic. This could be a, an alternative symbol for uh, God knows who's TC in the punk world. Yeah. Um, and and one of the, you know people will argue this. Some people, more modern guys, will say Roy Halliday was the best Blue Jay pitcher. Some say Dave Steep. Well, I have both jerseys. Yeah, so. this is a Holiday thirty-two. This is 32. a Holiday thirty-two. Uh, again, the the people at uh, Exclusive Pro did this for me. Very yep. thankful. This is a that was a hard piece to get.
0: How many how many numbers did Holiday have?
1: Like jersey numbers? J's. Yeah, he wore. Um, he wore the 32, which was the main one. Before that, he wore 52 his rookie season. That
0: was when he threw the one-hitter. He threw the one-hitter against his second the Tigers game or something like that.
1: Uh, it was something like that. I remember it was, last it was like the, the last game of the year yep. and he threw a one-hitter and uh and then he took it to the ninth and higginson took him deep higginson what team yeah uh detroit tigers
0: detroit tigers, detroit tigers.
1: yeah bobby higginson this is uh, kind of why
0: i have you here because the the amount of stuff you can pull like bobby <laughs> higginson from the detroit tigers nobody's hitting.
1: gonna remember that other than probably roy halliday or some obscure <laughs> tigers fan uh this is, after they used these Toronto ones, they switched them up for uh, the next about, I think, three or four seasons. Changed the font, they yeah. They changed the fonts. Now, this is going back to the Black Jays era. They had the White Jays across, they had the Black Alternates, but they wore these once in a while. And again, I really like this jersey because it, it, it's nothing, it, it looks like nothing else that they ever wore. Yeah. Um, and I find it very cool. Uh, back, I think, starting from 09 they started putting the Maple Leaf patch which is very vibrant, I really like that. And they would put the, you the know, classic, the primary yeah, logo. The J, the which, J. again,
0: like you said before, is getting away from Blue Jay and going it, it, with the Jays. Exactly.
1: They, they were just called the Jays. Yeah. Uh, and then there's the, the again, the Jose Bautista. The, the, the beveled
0: look to the numbers.
1: You got it. The beveled look. They did go with that on a few of the jersey styles. Uh, I really like this kind of futuristic. Yeah, 3D. Yeah. It's almost like you're playing Cubert in the future. <laughs> uh, it's really crazy. But, again, uh I like all that quirky stuff. So this is the the current Blue Jays alternate blue. Yep. Um, this is an official jersey with the 40-year patch. Yep. This is the the last one I've got, actually. Yeah, where do you this one? Uh, though, this is the one I got that I didn't purchase. My lovely wife bought this for me okay. for my birthday. It's bring a rain Josh Donaldson, uh, the second player in Blue Jays history to win the American League MVP, the other one being George Bell and uh, i do hope to get a george bell jersey one day
0: that's a nice it's like the the blue which you know we yeah. said before is like the alternate look now
1: yeah everybody has the alternate uh real quick for uh, people playing the home game in baseball since the very very beginning home teams wore white road teams wore gray mm-hmm. uh and in more modern times they started using an alternate color uh, just a break away from the blandness but it, the alternates are always the most popular jerseys
0: yeah which is it's a nice looking jersey
1: it is it's beautiful it, it's it's pretty much like the stuff they wore in uh starting from 89 to like uh, 96
0: yeah a little bit different the modified blue jay a little bit yeah and the, they're back to calling it the blue jays
1: they're back to calling it the blue jays which it was smart for them and ever since they did that the popularity of blue jays in this city since 2012 has been five-fold, ten-fold yeah. in terms of fan base. Very young audience these days. Um, okay, so now we're going to go away from the Blue Jays. I only have two jerseys that are non-Blue Jays. This is a 1983 throwback uh, made by Mitchell and Ness. It's a uh, Chicago White Sox Carlton Fisk. A uh, little bit about Fisk. Uh, he was my uh, one of my favorite catchers growing up. Uh, great team guy. Always wanted to win, pushed his teammates to the fullest – uh, to play their best it's something that lacks in a lot of modern-day sports the heart the character yeah. that was fisky. Uh love the guy uh, and it comes with the uh, 1983 All Star Game patch. It was the 50th anniversary of the All Star Game in Chicago. In Chicago, in the South Side. Um, Everybody don't...
0: knows Wilson Fisk, or Wilson Fisk. That's the kingpin <laughs> from <Yeah>. Daredevil, <laughs> Carlton Fisk. Carlton from, Fisk uh, from uh, Goodwill Hunting, right?
1: Goodwill Hunting, exactly. Everybody was remembering uh, where Robin Williams is talking about. Uh, meeting his wife for the first time, he had tickets to that uh, that uh, World Series game where Fisky hit the home run to left, and he was waving it because it was it was kind of carrying foul. Yeah, and it was a great moment for Red Sox fans, baseball fans. Not a pretty uh, jersey. Not a pretty jersey. If you look at it, 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 it's 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 almost criminal. I've said before, yeah. it looks like a prison uniform from the future. <laughs> there you go, prison uniform from the future. Red
0: stri- uh, red thin stripes, uh, going horizontal across the chest, then a big thick navy horizontal stripe and then boxy white letters that say sox socks
1: yeah everything that was bad and great about baseball in the early early 80s
0: (laughs) that's it there's no like uh burns from a crack pipe or
1: uh no nothing like that just representing like hey i've been to chicago on the south side there's nothing pretty about it so maybe (laughs) that that was the whole mindset you know they they probably led the league in terrible jerseys for 20 years um no offense to the white Sox. uh and, or and the city la- of Chicago. No, it's a great city. It's everything Toronto should be. Uh, anyway, uh, the last jersey in the collection is uh, is another throwback. It's a Mitchell & Ness 1976 Oakland A's. Uh, one of the craziest characters in baseball, at least from me growing up, Raleigh Fingers. Raleigh Fingers, uh, great pitcher. Yeah, number 34. Great pitcher. Played for a lot of crazy teams. Uh, this was his first team. Uh, where he made a name for himself um and everybody remembers or if you've googled raleigh fingers you notice that he had that crazy handlebar mustache which started with the uh the owner at the time he was always looking for gimmicks and he said whoever can grow the best mustache will win money at the end of the year he decided to keep it and he and to this day he still has that handlebar mustache and um one other thing to add it's got the uh the commemorative patch on the, the left shoulder showing a hundred years of independence in the United States, which, which is, is kind of odd for the Open Yeah, well, 1776.
0: So. And then the patch says 1876 yeah. to 1976. And it's yeah. got like a bell with a weird. Uh, yeah. The jersey itself looks like, because it's got like a weird, the fabric is kind of like, you know, it's yeah. got, it looks like horizontal lines like an old TV. Yeah. Kind it, of. It, it's pretty crazy. And it's like uh, a pea green.
1: Yeah. And, and this kind of felt. On, yeah, on the felt a, a for some, the if athletics. you actually seen some of those uh, early '70s uniforms, they did have sleeveless ones uh, yeah. like this as well, with big holes in the armpits. But uh, again, they wore a lot of pullovers in the '70s and the early '80s. And from what I understand, the players hated them, but that it's was it, the look. The it, pea it,
0: green and sunflower yellow. That's right.
1: So. It, it looks like a high school team. It does. Yeah, it uh, does. The A's, the Athletics. <laughs>
0: So yeah, obviously most of these are Blue Jays jerseys. You're a big Blue Jays fan. When's uh, when did you start following the Blue Jays?
1: Uh, I got into the Blue Jays when I was seven years old. Uh, drive for eighty five. If everybody remembers that, or those who don't, this was the first time the Blue Jays were becoming very relevant in baseball. They had been an expansion team that was going into their eighth season. And I just remember there being a buzz and also living close to a Dominion. Mm-hmm. Dominion worked very closely with Dominion the Bank, Jason. right? No, not Dominion Bank, Dominion, the grocery store, Dominion grocery store. <laughs> yeah, okay. So this is going way back here. So I remember, you know, going with my mom, shopping and I always remember deep and delicious cakes. And uh, two dollar uh, Blue Jays tickets to sit in the bleachers <laughs> at Exhibition Stadium, where the where the seagulls would shit all over you. So that's what I remember about the Toronto Dominion uh, the grocery store.
0: Exhibition Stadium was down on the harbor front.
1: Uh, and
0: yeah, the season. Well, it's down on the pretty close to the water. You got it. Yeah, and it would. Uh, you know, the season would start. They'd start playing games when they would
1: They start in April. It, there was, it was snow in the field. Or so, some of shovel? the coldest days ever in your life if you were to go watch a baseball game in Toronto because you caught that cold lake air that was the air would push off it. And it would also push all the seagulls into the stadium. And why if you've ever spent any time at Exhibition Stadium, you you had to have been shit on <laughs> in one way or another.
0: <laughs> Whether well, it was those garbage teams in the... You know. Yeah, those, well, those, was those
1: formative years. Well, 85 was a great year. Um, that's when baseball moved to the seven-game format in yep. the first round. We were up 3-1 against the Royals, but it was just the Royals' year. They came back, won three straight. They went on to win the World Series. happened again recently happened again recently last year uh, it, yeah it seems that the Royals always have our number um, but good for them you know what they they were a bad team for a very long time
0: do you remember you say about the McCain yeah. cakes and the, yeah. yeah and the two dollar tickets do you remember like specifically how the Blue Jays started influencing your life when you were seven
1: you know what it was the first time that I felt any closeness to sports. Uh, I, and my family, had moved here from Chile, and uh, you know I was turning five years old. I, I had never really been into sports yeah. until I was introduced to baseball. I just remember baseball being everywhere, and the first guy that you know really made me love baseball was right fielder Jesse Barfield. Yeah. He was my first favorite player, and that just that whole outfield that's been celebrated more recently with Bell and Mosby. The bobblehead. The you got it. Which is right effort. over there. That was the outfield, and those were the guys. And back in those days, the Jays—they just home, they home grew everybody. Yeah. So you year after year, most of the same guys were there, and that's what made me really love baseball. Which was, you know, you felt like you knew these people, and you you couldn't help but cheer for them and, and hope for the best.
0: Yeah. So. You came. Uh, you came to Canada. Didn't really hook on to hockey. I guess you're kind of young, so you weren't, I you weren't there, in school and stuff I, like yeah, that. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like I mean, I had to learn a different language when I got here right away. You yep. know, Back in 1983, um, but it, it, it was funny. It wasn't hockey that that uh, that grasped me like most people in this country. And again, I love hockey, but it was it was always baseball. For yeah. some reason, baseball had the biggest influence on me. Yeah. And it was just something that uh, it, you know since '85. Like Chile, you know, I mean, we've talked about this before,
0: yeah. Uh, just you and I off mic, but mm-hmm. uh, like Chile has a very big uh, soccer fan base. Obviously, a lot, a yeah, lot of Latin America and South America does. Exactly. Um, I mean,
1: I'm, I'm a big soccer fan as well. But, but you have
0: you have issues with the Chilean, especially the stadium.
1: That's right. Yeah. For those people, if anybody, you you start looking at historical things. The other September 11th, 1973. Um, A a man by the name of Augusto Pinochet, who was a general in the army, decided that he was going to start his own coup and take over the country, Mm -hmm. pushing out the president. Uh, The U.S. was very against anything commie back then. And um, anyway, the country went through a lot of hardships for 17 years, which pushed my family out and start a new life here.
0: And uh, the stadium in particular. The
1: stadium in particular, as you were saying, which is the national stadium, that's where they tortured and kept people uh, prisoner. Mm-hmm. Right um, on the
0: field, right on the soccer pitch.
1: Right on the pitch, and even on the inside. In the inside's in the showers made, yeah, and Yeah, the exactly. They made uh, makeshift jails. They mm-hmm. torture people. They killed people in that stadium. And I have the same. Um, I've never been in that stadium for that reason. Yeah. And neither has my mother. Uh, we refuse to go there it, it represents everything that was wrong with the country um, i know it's a money thing but they should tear it down and, and build something new
0: yeah cuz they still use it the national team they still, still use it. it yeah it's yeah. it's
1: a big stadium i think it fits 65,000 plus yeah. so it's a very big stadium it's just everything that's wrong with humanity yeah uh, you know uh, things that happened there that it's a tainted stadium it yeah. should, it, to me personally uh, you know morally uh, should be torn down.
0: So you you get here, you start following the Blue Jays, you see them at the grocery the store. store. That's right. Um, do you remember what your first game was?
1: My first game was, uh, I think it was against the California Angels. They were called the oh, California yeah? Angels. Funny enough, the Jays are playing the Angels now. It was the California Angels. It was uh, uh, it was that season. Uh, I, I can't remember. If you were to ask me who played in that game, I, I couldn't tell you.
0: Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. A little young for that. A little young for that, yeah. What's your first... Um, so you're following eighty three is when you kind of hop on board. Uh, no, 85, I got eighty five. Eighty five. Yeah. So eighty five, you're uh, you're following uh, uh, these guys, and they do yeah. the drive for eighty five. They make that's the right. they win the pennant for the first time, make the playoffs for that's the first right. time. So yeah. There's no wild card, right? Eighty five, basically. Uh, or just one.
1: N- no, I, I don't believe. Yeah, I think there was one. Uh, we won the division that year, and so it didn't big, matter. We didn't need. The it wild didn't card. matter because we were playing the Yankees, and the yep. Yankees were the team to beat. And then that's when. Uh, bell caught that ball in left field yep. and he fell to his knees
0: that's it george bell the dramatic uh yeah he, yeah he
1: did the whole uh james brown thing so you know <laughs> he caught the ball and you know i'm surprised nobody came and Kissed, him. let me kiss myself yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly
0: so uh yeah so they go to obviously go to the playoffs you start following uh your fanship yeah. uh just continues to grow from there you exactly know. um I'm trying to think uh, where your where your next highlight was. Because 85 was great. 86, they were competitive, but not... Yeah, they 86, they
1: fell off the map a bit. Um, and then they had some decent seasons in between. And it wasn't yep. back until 1989 that they became, uh, again, a force to be reckoned Fred with. Fred McGriff. Uh, yeah, Fred McGriff, a, a very young Cecil Fielder, was yeah. on that team. Uh, you know, you had guys like Jimmy Key, Dave Steeb, of course. Same outfield that I mentioned. Yeah. They had a lot of young guys that were up and coming that made it happen for the Jays that year. And unfortunately for them, again, um, you know, it didn't work out for them. Uh, Right now, I'm drawing a blank uh, bad, but I can't remember who they played in the playoffs that year. Uh, I want to say Chicago White Sox, but it it could have been the Oakland A's. I can't remember.
0: So they, uh, Fred the Dog and Griff has one of the best nicknames in baseball
1: yeah the crime dog yeah there
0: were a couple other i like going through the highlights with you because you remember the obscure stuff yeah. like uh stuff you taught me so much stuff about the blue jays like for instance what's the highlight of damaso garcia's uh, career
1: that his highlight was uh he was coming related up, to what we're talking about yeah, today. he was coming off an all-star season i remember and then the next year he just couldn't hit uh damo would would hit and uh, you know near the top of the order a lot of the time for his speed and his good hitting but that year he just couldn't hit. He couldn't hit because they moved them in the in the, in the batting rotation. Mm-hmm. And then they started batting 7th, 8th, and ninth. And I remember that game, uh, I think he, he got what they call in baseball the golden sombrero, where yeah. you strike out four times in a game. And he was so upset that he took his uniform off, and in the middle of the clubhouse he burnt it. <laughs> Which is uh, not something that, uh, I mean, that's totally disrespectful and wrong. But looking back at it now, it's hilarious. Who goes out and does that?
0: It's almost sacrilegious, but that would be a a great jersey to add to the collection. I burned Garcia's Garcia. If if I could
1: find that, I think I'd pay a lot of money for it. Whatever's (laughs) left of the jersey. Uh, I've heard stories of Buck Martinez saying that he thought it was George Bell burning his jersey. Yeah. Because that guy was, uh, he was a pretty crazy guy. Yeah. Yeah and what I loved about George was if the fans got on his back he yeah. just he it's like he yelled back it was great. He was like screw you man I'm working my butt off out there it's yeah. just it's going the way it goes.
0: So are you are you as into the Jays during the first uh, World Series uh run that they
1: make? Uh you mean like currently?
0: No 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 as a as a you know, in the 90s early 90s oh in the
1: 90s yeah that was that was massive for me when they were 91 92 93 91 you could tell they were ready for a championship it just you know that Oakland team was great but you knew something special was about to happen um, 92 was a sp- it, you know as much as people like to remember 93 everybody's got to remember man 92 came first right yep. It's easy to look back and say that 93 team and, and, and Joe Carter and all that yep. but that 92 team you got to remember man they were they, they were just they were ready but and as much as they had a lot of respect uh, they, I don't think the US was ready for a Canadian champion we made it happen uh, I remember everything about that team and we played a great Braves team that we managed to beat.
0: And then in 93, obviously, the famous, the famous Joe Carter walk-off w- yeah, home run to win yeah. the World Series.
1: Exactly. That, that to me, uh, that's the greatest moment uh, as a Blue Jay fan, as a sports fan. You know, you dream as that as a kid. I'm yep. sure every kid playing in a ballpark or anything, you know, you, you envision yourself hitting a, a game-winning home run yeah. to win a championship. Um, I, I'll, I'll Doesn't happen very it. often. Doesn't happen very often. Uh, before that, in baseball, was 1960, a guy named Bill Mazeroski for the Pirates, <laughs> which was then dubbed shot heard round the world, uh-huh. was, the, was the only other guy ever to win, uh, to hit a home run and win a championship for a team. So there was which, only two guys.
0: So 93, yeah. they win. 94, yes. almost looks like another Canadian team's going to win. The, 94, the Montreal, the Montreal Expos, Expos were, were the be best great.
1: team in baseball. That season was sh- overshadowed by uh, a lot of politics uh, involving um, the Players Association yep. and, and just the whole governing body of baseball Um,
0: And they called the season.
1: They called the season. They just Uh, ended it. No World Series, no championship, no winner. As much as people want to say, you know, the Expos were going to win that year, it was a a good possibility. But uh, you know what? It didn't happen, unfortunately, for the city uh, of Montreal. They might have still had a
0: team if that happened.
1: It's quite possible.
0: Um, So uh, then, by all accounts, starts the the, the downswing of the Jays. And there's that a swing lot. swing
1: of the Jays, yeah. That, they went into that 94 season. It was so surprising. They had a, a lot of the same guys back. And they had guys like Carlos Delgado and Sean Green and uh, I think Jeff Kent maybe a little bit later. But they had all these guys that were going to be great players yeah. and became great players, even a Derek Bell. Um, but for some reason, things just didn't go their way that year. Uh, the season got called, and then after that, it was just—it was pretty much downhill for the next little while.
0: Now, did your faith ever falter in the Jays? Your interest, it, at least.
1: It—it. It, I will admit. I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a massive Jays fan, but you, you know, as a as a as a as a young man, you know, uh, and and you know this because you know me personally, but. Uh, I got very deep into music, mm-hmm. uh, the Jays weren't doing all that much, yeah. so my, my um, not so much my love, but some of my interests kind of shifted because I felt that the organization as a whole, and I will say this, as uh, controversial as it might be, but since Rogers has taken over it, mm-hmm. I haven't really, uh, I didn't like the way they, they run the team as compared to Labatt's, yeah. so... Uh, That's just my own opinion. Um, I'm glad that they're actually going for it in more recent times. But there was that whole middle period that they've kind of alienated the fan base.
0: Who brings you back? Is it Halliday?
1: Uh, well delgado delgado was always the guy like i mean no matter how bad or how average the team was delgado just did what he did and he won ball games for you him and him and and roy were great there's other guys i liked in that era i liked uh shannon stewart as you saw the jersey uh i also liked alex gonzalez defensively more than his bat uh even a vernon wells i liked vernon wells a lot uh, even uh, some guys might remember uh, Frank Catalanato. He was another yep. guy I really liked. So I mean, there, there was always players. It just that they, they didn't have good enough teams to go yep. out and compete.
0: So uh, and now more recently, obviously they're somehow winning again.
1: Somehow they're winning again. Um, biggest surprise was last year. I have yeah. to say, like I mean, you, you think back. You know, going back for a sec, we went back to those years where they were winning and you expected good things to happen yeah. i think i think for us when they switched the look back in 2012 and they pulled off all these trades and yeah. everybody was at an all-time high for so after so many years mm-hmm. the team failed yeah. and they did you know mediocre for the next you know basically Two, three, 3 seasons, seasons. Yeah. And then in 2015, again, they were off to a mediocre uh, first half start, if everybody remembers. Yep. I think they were a game over or under 500. They were
0: game under, yeah. Yeah. At the trade deadline.
1: At the trade deadline. And then, you know, they go out and they get a Tulowitzki and a price. And, and again, they, they revived everybody's uh, uh, faith in, 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 you know, Toronto sports. Yeah. And, and now, as you can see, you go to a ball game. It's packed, packed on packed. Wednesday afternoons. Everybody's got a jersey now. Yep. Everybody, everybody rocks the gear. Where that wasn't happening so much in the past.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, so let's put a theoretical here—a okay. horrible theoretical. Okay. God forbid. Yeah. House catches on fire. You get your wife out. You get your cat out. You get your yeah. family photos and, and your keepsakes out, yeah. and you are running back in. And you get one jersey you can grab out of the pile we just went through—baseball jersey. That's and we'll do we'll do your extensive basketball and, and hockey yeah, jersey collection yeah. another okay, time. Okay. No
1: problem. Not counting those. If I had to save one baseball jersey. That's a tough
0: one. Okay, and I'll also I'll also give you the copy because your wife's in the next room. Uh she's you're you're wearing <laughs> the one that she gave you. So it doesn't have to be that one.
1: Okay, so I got one on. Yeah, that's uh, it. you got
0: one. You got the the tw- no, number 20 Donaldson. But now you got to pick that's, one. that's
1: it's a very it's a very tough one. I I'd, I'd probably sh- It'd probably be a toss up between the Delgado one I'm wearing now or the Joe Carter one. I have the ninety six Joe Carter with the twenty year patch.
0: What's what, what reason for both?
1: I uh the reason well one like I mentioned before, Delgado was everything I looked for in a ball player and as a human being and, and I thought he represented the, the not just the team but the, the but the just the whole country of everything you want in, in a person and, and he did amazing things for a very mediocre uh team at the time
0: second most famous bat toss in uh, yeah exactly. up
1: until up until Bautista did that that bat flip threw it into which, the bolt, which into I the, was at the game the opposing teams dug uh out, yeah. that we'll four, go, yeah we'll go that, into that in that a second. four home run game against Tampa Bay Delgado, yeah. that fourth home run he just tossed that bat like you know he owned the like world. he was putting out a
0: cigarette like
1: yeah exactly <laughs> he was like flicking it like a French guy in a film you know yeah. what I mean it was it was so great and if you see that, the unfortunate part about that day is how empty the stadium it's was. crazy to see the highlights. But if it's you crazy. remember, if anybody remembers the Sky Dome in those days, they had the hard rock in the middle. Yeah, the rest And of them, yeah. he would hit that place all the time. And that's what I liked about Delgado. Um, the Carter, it's for selfish reasons. I yeah. mean, he he hit that home run. And, and it's, it's a moment that uh, I'll never forget. And yeah. again, it's something that... It's, it's near and dear to me because of, of what he did that, that day and, and for all the seasons he played for Toronto. So
0: speaking of uh, the modern Jays yeah. and the, the most famous bat flip, probably the most famous bat flip, right? Game five? Game five, yeah. Game With five ours, against the uh, Texas Rangers? Texas Rangers, that's right. Last wow. year, 2015?
1: 2015, 2015 uh, I'll tell you real quick... Uh, you had to buy the series if you wanted tickets for the playoffs. Uh, a friend of mine, we bought the series and we said- You all to buy all three games, well, right? All three games, yes. Yeah, so, which are not cheap. They're not cheap at all. Trust me, they get you. Uh, you want to be there, you're going to pay. So yeah. we were lucky enough to get tickets. We bought the series and we said to ourselves, if there's a game five, we're yeah. going to go to it together. The yeah. other games we take our wives. Um, if everybody remembers, we were down in that series 0-2. Yep. We lost both games in Toronto. We had to yep. go to Texas and win both. And we did. And I couldn't even believe there was a game five. I didn't even ask my boss that day if I can go to the game. I just risked it and I left early that yeah. day. Um. That, that that goes to show you my passion for the team. Yeah. I, I went to the game and... Uh, that was the most insane game i've ever seen uh, i've never seen a crowd going into riot mode for the wrong reasons. yeah to to like sheer jubilation
0: maybe sometime uh we'll uh we'll sit down and we'll have the video and we'll do because uh, uh you can find the whole seventh inning which that's is the most right. famous probably the most famous inning in blue jays history yeah. except for the ninth inning with joe carter hitting the home run
1: Th- yeah that's right
0: but uh yeah it's it's an insane inning uh Baseball's a weird sport where weird things seem to happen at a more frequent rate than they should. Even though there's so many games, there's still exactly. so many freak things there's that happen. There's freak things that happen all so, the time. Um, All right, as a little bonus, let's go through your bobbleheads. You have a whole oh, okay. shelf of bobbleheads here.
1: Yeah, uh, Toronto Blue Jays started releasing bobbleheads in 2001, the very, very first one. As you can see over there on the left is a Carlos Delgado. Again, mm-hmm. for, for some reason, we always start with Delgado. You could even see on the on the left shoulder. He's got the 25-year patch, which was 2001, which is cool. and he was wearing the home jersey. Yeah, uh, that's where the bobblehead thing started. Uh, for anybody, and I know there's a lot of people who line up for these games now. And because of you, I got to get up so early and waste my <laughs> Sunday mornings. Okay, I bet you Tim Horton's making a lot of money. But anyway, um, back in those days, you can go to a game and pretty much show up at game time and get a bobblehead. Yeah. Some of these bobbleheads. Uh, you had to buy flex packs or season packs. Uh, some of them most of them you had to line up. Uh, as you know, uh, when you go to a game now, you got to get there super early. but yeah. that's the very very first one they've released. Uh, and the very very last one they released was the the, the 40 year uh, commemorating the pitching staff, the, the three greatest Steve
0: Hankin and Halliday.
1: Exactly. Um, but there's there's so many as you that's can it. see we could go through this. We three, can go,
0: six. 8 9 10 11 12 more, 15 yeah there's and and I w- or 40 and I will
1: there. say this uh, they also released uh, minis yeah they were 3 inch bobbleheads they yep. only gave them to the kids 12 and under and you're wondering well did I befriend a child did it, did I take my <laughs> nephew only only the kids got them i actually bought them online i got 6 of the 9 they're not displayed yeah. uh but those are very very hard to get the most frustrating thing about the bobbleheads like i like them because i love the jays and i love baseball but I think people have turned it into a money-making thing. Yeah. I mean, something that you know you're getting for free. People are taking advantage and charging fifty or a hundred dollars, and some of the more rare ones, you know, two, three hundred dollars. Yeah. Uh, guys, for all of you listening out there, remember this is for fun. Yeah. Don't rip somebody off. Yeah. Uh, people like this stuff. They want to collect it. Um, you know, at the end of the day. These things—they're just—they're little cool things. But if you don't have them, you don't have them. Like, don't don't go out and rip people off for these. What things. What he's
0: saying you know? is, everybody keep the prices low.
1: Keep them low, man. So Marco like, can get what he wants. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some of us true fans—you know—we try. I can't make every game. I have other obligations. Yeah. But still, you know, uh, um, I—in all honesty, I think I'm gonna retire from the bobblehead collecting. It's way too daunting. I leave yeah. it to you, younger people. Um, <laughs> You know, it's taking out seven, eight hours of my day to get something for free.
0: So, give me a couple of your highlights of your bobbleheads, your favorite a couple ones. Couple
1: of my highlights. Uh, one of my favorite ones is my uh, my Jose Bautista 54 home run. They gave those out in a game against Minnesota. The big in, grin. Yeah, I think they gave them out He's in. just two,
0: finished hitting a home run. It looks like the looks, bat swing. Yeah,
1: it looks like he just crushed one. Yep. Uh, they gave those out in 2011. Uh, they were gone in 20 minutes. Wow. For for back in those days, that's that was pretty. Uh, you Know, uh, pretty quite a feat, but they only gave away 10,000. Yeah, okay. Uh, another one is right beside him is my Roy Holiday, where he won the Cy Young in 03.
0: Yes, and he uh, pitching in front of getting ready to release a pitch right in front of the Cy Young award,
1: exactly. The, looked, both of them wearing the black jerseys, both wearing the black jerseys. As Holiday uh, wore that jersey a lot, and he looks calm like he did every game. Um, another one of my favorites, they're all kind of together. I love yeah. that Cito Gaston then and now, that's cool. Uh, where he, you know, there's a 93 CET-o Shaking last year Cito's hand. Yep. Uh, then you can see some in the back. I, I like my Steve and my Ernie Witt. Yeah. Um, I re- out of the newer ones, I really like that Pilar one with the cape. That's that Pilar pretty, Superman
0: that's, diving over the wall.
1: Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. I also like that Vernon Wells holding the gold glove. That's that's, that's cool. cool. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it. I have a baseball up there that uh, was a Munenori Kawasaki foul ball that almost killed me. <laughs> uh, and I managed to get as many baseball games as I've been to. I've only caught one foul ball, one ball, period. Yeah. Um, but keep your eyes open, kids. Uh, when you go to pay a attention. baseball game, pay attention because uh, that thing is just going to come slicing at you. That's
0: it. So Marco, yes. um if I gave you, mm-hmm. I gave you, I, I set this rule up on our last podcast. Sure, we'll still try it again. Yeah. Um, if I gave you, um, you have one word to describe for me what uh, your passion for baseball uh, baseball jerseys are. You, you can use the word the to set it up. Okay. But the, and you get one word to describe, you know, uh, if you want to describe what you like about baseball jerseys, what you got into baseball, whatever. What word one comes word, to mind, yeah. Uh,
1: represent. Uh, <laughs> you know, as most Torontonians, I'm a, I'm a proud Torontonian, and you got to represent. You know, people like to use the word the six. I don't like that. Uh, I prefer T dot or just Toronto. Uh, it's really Toronto. I don't know where we lost the T many years ago, but you know anybody who's who knows this city, you call it Toronto or T dot the six. Maybe I'm just getting old. But you got to represent. I wear my Blue Jay stuff. I go into opposing stadiums where the Jays aren't even playing. You know, <laughs> I went to Fenway recently and wore my Jay stuff, and they were playing the Giants. The and Boston I, fans yeah, like Yeah, and I crazy. got heckled. But at the same time, they like to talk baseball, and those are real fans. Yeah. Uh, I, I really like those, those Red Sox fans. They, they, they love baseball, and that's everything that's great about the game, that I'm able to walk into a stadium and people respect me as, a, as, an, as, as an away fan. Yeah. All right, man. Thanks. No problem, TJ.
0: So there you go. Baseball jerseys. If you want to hear Mark when I break down that seventh inning a lot longer than we did uh, in this podcast, check us out on facebook.com slash BroDoorMedia. We're going to put up a schedule. Uh, I think we're going to do a live stream. Just watch that inning. It's uh, it's actually pretty interesting if you like uh, Toronto Blue Jays baseball or anything like that. If you haven't already, subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Check out BroDoor.ca. Lots of new stuff there. Thanks for listening. Talk to you later.